You're a 42-year-old man. Yeah. You should know better than this. Yeah. champions of the world emitting signals of cognitive disruption from chisel towers on the banks of the chattahooch in majestic scenic roswell georgia thank you so much for joining us again tonight ladies and knuckle draggers this is episode 11 of the weekend social podcast and if there's anything that we've proven on this show is that we go up to 11 so to prove it to you guys we have a tremendous show planned for you tonight we have i'm truly fucking excited as we speak sitting in the chiselplex we have one of the chiselers longtime friends here with us from eons ago to bust chiselers balls with some embarrassing chiseler stories from days of old we will introduce him in short order but first the following show features segments performed by trained professionals under heavy social and audio supervision any attempts to recreate them could result in a loss of comedy extreme wasting of valuable time significant inebriation diminished sobriety or other negative effects the facts or statements made by the individuals on this show have not been validated for accuracy and may or may not reflect reality individual results may vary the makers of the show remind you to be awesome responsibly so please do not try this at home introducing first the man to my right standing in the green corner one half of the husky weight tag team podcast champions of the world faster than a man on crutches more powerful than a stroller full of quarters able to quarantine an entire hospital with a single virus preaching what happens on the river stays on the river the home office colossus the pride and joy of the hayfields of ohio lord of the house roswellian and king of the north he is can go running around with that thing well, i'm still wearing it yeah you are <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh you might need to take that to the car wash <laughs> well you know what you got to clean it off every once in a while wearing it to bed yeah well you got to do what you got to do it does look sexy hey, on when you. you get a world championship belt yeah you better wear that bitch. If anything breaks, I'm going to uh, just say in time and materials. I'm man. sure you can fix it. <laughs> I probably could. Right on, my man. Let's keep those intros and white claws flowing. I am your master of ceremonies, the engineer of the weekend social train, desperate to keep it on the tracks. The intro fire and never tire and tag expire and beer fested and tropical depressions, work increase and delayed release and too much fucking motherfucking agent of change you can believe in and put in your piggy bank. And the high priest of the church of pinch and pity. Chisler. See the money, it's count your bills, y'all. When it sticks in a bed of goodwill stall. It's your pennies, with the coupon. Bring your chisel while it's popping by the top saw. See the money, time for roll call. Keep the train on the track to let it fall off. It's your pennies, count your bills, y'all. Thank you very much, piped in chiselholics. I could do this all night. Woo! 
Real quick, E-Money, where do the weekend socialites find out more about the show? Check us out in the show nuts. Just kick us in the show Dude, nuts. It's all over the place. Nicely done, <laughs> sir. It is all over the place. It's all over the place. Speaking of all over the place, quick shout out to our man, Chris Smith, longtime fan of the show. We had a couple of messages back and forth uh, over the last couple of weeks. We've been hyping episode 10 and the belts and everything. This guy continues to just be a complete loyal proponent of the show, spreading the weekend social love. So to you, Mr. Smith, I would like to give you a weekend social. Weekend cheers, social. Cheers. 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 Thanks, Chris. Now, speaking of, episode 10, last episode, was the first official, as far as I can tell, first official World Tag Team Podcast Championship that's ever been held against the Wild Animals. Now, as of right now, we have just finished mixing it down. It is going to be released tonight following the recording of this show, but both Tasman and your father-in-law, Daddy Daddy Badger, Badger. it was a freaking awesome time. Those two dudes, both great gentlemen, brought the funny in their own unique way. There's some outstanding shit on that show. I laughed the entire way through to the point that I was crying. Just keep e-money away from pigs, apparently. <laughs> but they both they both also traveled significant distances to be here, and I appreciate them. So to them, thanks for me. 740 miles. Yep. Same for Tasman. Thanks again <laughs> to both of them for making such an awesome, memorable night. So regarding episode 10, there was a teaser video that was released on Twitter. It will also be put on our Facebook page. Maybe we'll get some Instagrams. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll be Visco podcasting. I don't fucking know what the fuck that is. Very nicely done. But we tagged White Claw. And I even sent some DMs to White Claw. I was, you know, trying to hit them up, you know, get some White Claw dick pics. I was telling them about the show. I went to their website, sent them direct communication. So uh, let's see if we got any responses from their... uh... Oh, shit, we did. We got something in the weekend social podcast at gmail.com. Hello, the... The Chisler, I I assume so. The... I'm I'm thinking this might be a form letter, E-Money. Thank you for your inquiry regarding White Claw. Unfortunately, the brand is not pursuing... Additional partnerships at this time. (laughs) But we so appreciate your love for White Claw, and we'll be happy to keep you in mind as opportunities arise in the future. Sincerely, Jessica Young. Oh, Jessica. Jessica. Oh. (laughs) The Chisler obviously made wrestling belts out of White Claws. He's a little crazy. I'm going to find her on LinkedIn and be like, hey, Jessica Young, guess what? This is (laughs) e-money. I, I'm even worried about putting this in the podcast because I don't want anybody from that's listening to, to, to message them. I definitely don't encourage that whatsoever at all. I don't recommend it. I don't think you should do it. I actually... Pride's still going to happen. I, I'm, not, I'm not encouraging that one bit. But to the makers of White Claw, from a maker of White Claw wrestling belts, I think you're missing out on a tremendous opportunity here. And I don't think I'm going to let this one go. No. Nope. Just letting you know. Anyway, with that being said, thanks for the, the form report. But um, maybe maybe we should have a phone call to discuss this. I'm just saying, White Claw, we could put you on the show. Just let us know. We'll get- Come on, Jessica. With that being said, how about we stop the hindsight and start looking forward and introduce our special guest host here with us tonight. Joining us tonight, making his way to the podcasting squared circle for his first ever appearance in the medium. A man who I have personally known for 25 years. Unquestionably, one of the most genuine, sincere, solid dudes I've had the pleasure to call a friend. The master of table games, the chief chief rabbi of trivia, the connoisseur of Canton cuisine, making his way to the podcast today with the Sadate, the practitioner of the Ars Juris proof that when shit goes sideways, you better call Saul. Ladies and troglodytes, he is Saul Goodman.
Welcome to the show, Saul. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you, Chisel. Thank you, Imani, for allowing me to sit in this chair and start in it. I have no idea what's going to happen, but it's fun already. Tasman can tell you much worse has been done in that chair, okay? <laughs> Just saying, you're not going to hurt it. And, you know, it's it's not like it, you can look around. It's the Chisler's house, you know? But I'm so glad you're here. This is a, a shitty excuse for us to get together. We were talking about that earlier. I am really glad to see you. For somebody that I've known, I was, I was trying to do the math, and I'm too pretty for math. I think I've known you for over 25 years. I'm coming up on that. I think we met each other in 1996. Yep, 94, 93. Sophomore year was 93. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah, is that old? Yeah, we're that old. Oh my gosh. We're that fucker. We're that fucking old. When you start telling people you've known someone for 25 years, that makes everyone, (laughs) even old people think you're old when you say that. (laughs) Yeah, and and you know what? I get a little bit pissed when other Gen Xers challenge my Gen Xerness. Because we're on the cusp. We're right there on the bubble. Well, they they came up with a new name for it. We're Zennials. I don't like it. I don't like it. Fuck that. Too cutesy. Yeah. No. Too white claw, no law for me. Yeah. They only made Zennials for years of 78, 79, and 80. Oh, that's fine. I'm I'm a 77 baby, so I escaped that BS. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a 77 too. I'm taking the under on that bet. But at the same time, like, I feel like I've earned the fucking Gen Xer. Yeah. I'm an, I'm an Xer. I listen yeah. to good music. R.E.M., Pavement, Smithereens, Violent Femmes. Remember the Reagan years? Remember one of our concerts together, Chisler? Oh, dude, I we have several concerts. The, the Pride of Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, yeah, 311. 311. God damn it, man. Uh, let, that let was me, a long time ago, E-Money. Let me, oh, I know exactly the what old, you're talking the about. Days. So I do oh, want yeah. to talk about a couple of the concerts that we have gone to. Before we do. I don't want to steal it from you. Your thunder is very precious. I have, man, my thunder, the doctor at my last physical stuck his finger up my thunder and it's not as precious as it used to be at least um zennials i definitely don't feel zen like i'm not relaxed i think we were born in the very high tension era of the recession 80s and there's no way we're zen eels no and the older we get the more we realize our parents messed us up oh yeah totally so that's a different episode of this program we're not gonna we could call ourselves generation therapy Yes. I'd accept that one. (laughs) But as to your comment about not feeling zen, I'm pretty sure when you're talking about that, zenial starts with an X as in a mixture of X and millennial, right? Yes. And the problem with that is, is that people don't know how to read anymore and they would probably pronounce it Xennials, which I'd have a huge problem with. So that's another reason I ain't interested in that shit. Yeah, plus Siri would fuck it up, like Texas speech, you know. Is it Argenial? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I I am a total Xer, and everybody's like, oh. And I'm like, no, I am not one. I'm I'm one born from a baby boomer, working my fucking ass off. I am not entitled. Visual bit audio podcast. Uh, Saul Goodman is drinking one of the crawlers from FTE. This is this is calling back to high gravity's episode. This is the one that I was not able to drink because if there's any beer that can turn me sideways, it's going to be wheat beer because I think of the gluten and because of the beer, but I'm he's enjoying it apparently. How's the beer from FTE? It's a delicious beer. Well, there you go. Again, another shout out to FTE. Free plug. Dude, FTE's the bomb. Those guys. Well, that's one of the things coming back here from having lived in Buffalo for three years. The breweries exploded down here. Let's take a minute and tell the listening community about yourself. They don't know who you are, what you do. You're in the legal profession in some sense, not necessarily practicing. He could be. Through His name you. is Better Call Saul, right? Bob and Weed kind of thing. Why don't you tell uh, the listening community about yourself, what you do-ish, anything you want them to know. I was born in 1977. You're a so month it- shy of the chisel 
Twizzler's age. So he's an Xer. I'm I'm definitely an Xer <laughs> by birth, by spirit. <laughs> I I grew up in the the wilds of DeKalb County, Georgia. No city could claim me at the time. I don't think any city could claim me now. I have the best in-town commute you could possibly have. While Sandy Springs to Buckhead? Not too shabby. Doesn't beat my commute, but pretty damn close. Why, do you have to go from your bedroom to your kitchen to work? Oh, that's a good point. Okay, uh, 15 love, fuck you. <laughs> I just walked down my my stairs. Okay, 15 love, fuck you. <laughs> it's a three-way tennis match? Oh, yeah, it's it, it gets really complimented. That's the confused me when I was... When I was boning up on the show to not fuck it up, I was listening to the tennis scoring, but I never knew you played tennis. I never did. You get one on somebody, it's like, okay, well, you you just 15 loved them. Or, you know, and, and so it just it's a scoring thing. It doesn't really mean anything. Actually, something I was thinking about, we probably should have a prize for whoever wins. Like there needs to be some kind of like scratch off or some kind of bullshit gift from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> or maybe maybe one of uh, Daddy Badger's like like bug zapper weapons. <laughs> that would be a good, that would be a good, you win that, you get like a tennis racket that kills bugs that's pretty good that is pretty but good. there needs to be some kind of reward for that maybe we'll throw that in tonight i don't know but we just throw it out there like you got a good dig in there 15 love whatever doesn't mean anything so anyway back to you are, are there prizes should i have brought a bigger car maybe there are prizes there are towards the prizes. end okay I'm, I'm good I'm, I'm worried now i'm more worried now than i was don't be I, worried don't be worried it's all the, fun when the dog tried to punch me in the dick well <laughs> dennis rodman the dog yes he's known to, he's known to do that but well, uh, so you are you're you and i have known each other for a long time uh, all of our friends from high school hung out together your wife, Mrs. Goodman, she's wonderful. I don't think there's a sweeter person on the planet. She's she's wonderful. I love her very much. I don't know how she puts up with my crap. It's uh, a testament to uh, her goodness that uh, I I am still sane and here. I was telling the Hapling earlier, you're going to meet Saul Goodman, who's one of my friends from high school. And I can tell you one of the great qualities about this guy is I don't think there is a single person in high school or through all the years that we've known you that has ever really been pissed at you. I don't think there's been a time where... Except for maybe, maybe you might have rubbed the wrong way, but might have been off his meds that day or something. I don't know. I mean, I might have said something foolish and he got upset with me. But yeah, no, I think you're right. I think I... Whereas everybody else, we stepped on each other's toes pretty frequently. So, I mean, you you are probably the most likable, genuinely nice person I think I've ever known. And I, 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 I say that sincerely with the intent to also say the nicest guy married the sweetest girl. She's just like perfect match for you. Too kind. For you to say that you bring crap surprises the shit out of me. I'm like, uh, this has got to be very vanilla crap. It's, it's true. It's, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Yes, I'm very lucky. I haven't had to deal with a lot of extraterrestrial bullshit <laughs> like many many people i know have but you money got any et dude i'm just feeling kind of like pushed back i thought i had the perfect relationship look <laughs> both you and honey badger can be salty motherfuckers sometimes i've seen it and i love you guys and that's why you guys work together i didn't say that his was the most perfect i thought you guys were perfect for each other oh i'm just fucking with you the perfect couple for each other and i think that's you guys awesome. are the perfect couple for that's awesome. you guys I, I think i definitely overkicked my coverage but she's don't the, we all if you don't overkick your coverage then you're just not trying hard enough. Well, that's true. Amen. And as as gentlemen, yes, as gentlemen, we have all overkicked our coverage. We've married up. Mm -hmm. We have definitely married up. Uh, you are a father now. 
I am a father. Two boys, six and three. Uh, they will not get to listen to this. They definitely won't. Thank no, God. I will tell them all about it, but they are too smart for me. They will find a way to try to listen to it because they know how to use an iPhone. Oh, that's fucked up. Neither of them have iPhones, but they just watch everyone who does and they don't forget shit. You got to go to biometrics now. Like you can't put passcodes. You've got to go biometrics. Don't do that. Why is that? Because the police can force you to look at your phone to unlock it. Don't do fingerprint. Don't do face ID. Use a number code. Is that some free legal advice? That might be some free legal suggestions. <laughs> well, there you go. Damn good one, Goodman. Um, <laughs> I think you should give yourself maybe a 15er on that one. Uh, I don't, that, that one, that one's, that was a bit of a layup and I, it was a complete accident. So I don't think I should get credit for that. We're really glad to have you on the show. Let's go ahead and start with a question that is uh, the most obvious no brainer on the weekend social. What you got planned for this weekend, Saul Goodman? That's deep. Well, if it doesn't rain, there's going to be a small children's baseball game that I attend. T-ball. No, the step up from T-ball. Coach, coach oh, pitch. Oh, coach pitch. Coach pitch only. Yes. Ooh. Where some of the dads are way too into it. Some of them care about the results of the game way more than the kids do. I, uh, I have a great story. I don't think you ever knew this, but I umpired Little League Baseball, <laughs> T-ball, when I was in high school. and I won't ask what motivated you to do that. $15 a game. That ain't bad. It's not bad no. at all, but the fucking parents are bananas i actually had to throw a parent out and he followed me to the car after the game was over and threatened me he got ejected turns out this guy like ended up like murdering people so i'm not even joking so it's an honor and privilege for us to be here with you tonight there dude i have escaped many experiences that should have been death and i near death i i don't i was near it but not death death adjacent yes exactly you know what you saved me from death once you might not know it Whoa. When you were living in New York City, I visited a time to go see a concert. I think it was the Trey Anastasio band at Radio City Oh my Music God. Hall. Holy shit. Yes. This is this is and another great so freaking Chisler story. The part I'm thinking of is I lived my entire life here until 2014, and then I came back two years ago. So I was visiting New York City, where the Chisler was living his dream after college, and we were on the way to the show, and I decided to say a word, maybe four, to a stranger on the streets of Manhattan, New York City. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Chisler grabs me by the shoulders, both both sleeves, and says, What are you doing? You can't do that here. This is not Atlanta. People will kill you if you talk to them on the street here. Thankfully, I learned my lesson. No one killed me. And that was the first of a few shows we saw. So baseball game this weekend. Baseball game this weekend. What if you get rained out? I don't know because it's the last game of the season. So baseball game. And then that evening we're doing family pictures, which either could be at a beautiful place somewhere up in Roswell or at our house if it rains. Lord of the house, Roswellian. Can you make that happen? You know any photo guys? Yep. Do you know where Gerard Park is? That's where we're going to go in, unless it rains. Is it a nice place? Okay, it's Gerard, Gerard Park. And it's on the Chattahoochee River. Beautiful. It is a nice park, I guess. Tell me more it is a beautiful park you can put into the river they actually have a a big place for the kids but that's where we normally start our float sounds like a clothing optional event wow it's it's amazing well, you know what you gotta be in a bikini or something like that not actually because there are mermaids on the river we have discussed this in previous episodes there's just some fucking like stoner chicks that like to take their fucking top off while they're on the chattahoochee which like that's really disgusting they want to be around the the shitty poop water i'm not no there's not there's nothing cool about that 
for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Come to the Chattahoochee. <laughs> yeah. Test your immunity. Yeah, exactly. Anything for Sunday? You gonna watch football? You gonna do anything? Like I have no idea what's what what the plan is. I'm I'm only a couple days ahead at this point. At this age, it's kind of nice to hear like that's pretty much how you gotta roll. Sunday school, I think Sunday morning, and then I have no idea. Every day is a mystery. Yeah. You wake up, you look at the calendar. It's a Google calendar that we share. Oh, there you go. So I know what's going on. It's a good idea. I say to my wife, Mrs. Goodman, have you looked at the calendar? No, I haven't looked at the calendar, but I figured you just might tell me if I ask you look at the calendar and so that's how i know it's going on the next there you thing. go she's telling you but she takes right. pity on me and tells me most times technology's not guys friends all the time no not always it, it helps me not forget to do stuff you a bad texter or you're not good at good at texting oh you, I'm, I'm i'm good at you're texting. good at texting oh yeah well speaking of bad texters e-money what you got going on this weekend <laughs> let me think about that i've got a halloween party Wait. it is probably one of the largest halloween parties in all of roswell i've heard <laughs> of this party it's pretty badass yeah i've heard it. i just found out about this party tonight it's pretty crazy i've been going to this party for like i don't know something like 15 years does it hold the nameless neighborhoods timeless values <laughs> i've heard it's an amazing party but i'm not really sure why i know it's at a very nice place you ever seen uh eyes wide shut by stanley kubrick that's what i'm envisioning like <laughs> no I'm, I'm not there no no there's gonna be a whole bunch of politicians there I'm that doesn't sure. mean shit i have no idea what's going to happen man i go there I do my own deal. It just does not matter. Yeah, but he, uh, I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. So no beer fest this weekend that you're going to skip out on? Not, not that I'm going to skip out on this weekend because... 30 Love Chisler. Yeah, this... Just got to do it. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, this one's going to be indoors. Yeah, that's true. So even if it's outdoors and it stops raining, that's fine. It's indoors and that's fine. And then I'm thinking about taking my kid to like Andretti's. I think we're going to go race some go-kart. That's a fucking fun place. That is my weekend. That's a, That sounds like a great weekend not bad for the costume party what are you going to be dressed as honey badger is going to be an angel (laughs) great great costume like total role-playing and i am going to be the devil but I'm going to be Total role a, playing. I'm going to most definitely be the, more of a steampunk devil guy. Does that include a top hat? Yeah. Oh, Is yeah. that what you need for steampunk? Uh, uh, no, it's street uh, like cred? I, I got the whole entire like deal. A red suit. Did you get it from K&G? No, I actually had this one like special <laughs> nice. order. Yeah, it was, it was some good shit. Special ordered. So this this fancy party you're going to at a nice place. Yeah, with, with, with probably. With politicians and people who. Well, probably, Dude, honestly, you know, you you never know who could actually be at this. Is place. this like is this one of those parties where the old men are there with their nieces and their wives stay home kind of thing? Is that no? Oh no, this no, is no, no, not no, a no. fishbowl party. No, not no, a no, no. Party. Is this, but it's an uh, upstanding citizens party. No, it's no. Not. I gotta say, if we can delve into local geography for a moment, I don't think Roswell and Decatur. I, I don't think any two other places could be harder to get to from the other. Trust me, Sister Chisler is in Decatur. So, very cool guys. Anything else, Saul Goodman? I think I've fucked things up sufficiently. Uh, no, I don't think you fucked anything up. E-Money, anything else before we get into... No, I'm good to go. Well, very cool. If not, then if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me into our mini news segment that we call... Quick Hits. You damn fucking straight. E-Money. Oh, by the way, uh, E-Money, I've got something for you. That's courtesy of Reggaetron. Reggaetron. Reggaetron went out on a business trip and brought back um, (laughs) small gifts for uh, not only uh, the happening in myself, but 
uh, also Honey Badger and E-Money. Yeah, wow. he brought us shot glasses from um, a southwestern state. And Regatron, that guy is fucking amazing. He but is pretty awesome. I will definitely introduce you to this guy. He's funny as shit. He is the most genuine dude. E-Money, we're going to let you go ahead and back clean up tonight. You cool with that? Sure. Because I know you got a good one. I got a good one. We're going to let you back clean got up. got a good one. Uh, let's start with our guest host, Saul. Um, do you have any Schnell Bitten that you'd like to bring to us, Goyim? <laughs> <laughs> that's way out of my wheelhouse right there. <laughs> well, that's, that's, it's out that's, of mine, that's, too. That's the real deal. I'm I'm proud of it. <laughs> Schnellbitten. The six Chinese hitmen who all went to jail from one contract killing after they subbed it out to each other and each other and each other until the final guy met with the intended victim and tried to get him to fake his death to collect... <laughs> To collect his money. I think it was... I'm not sure how much it was. It was probably on the order of 10 grand. Uh, sir, I am trying to kill you. I am getting 200,000 yuan. And um, will you just die or say you die? Okay, first, guy gets hired by... Guy number one. Who? Guy number one gets hired by a, a businessman who wants them to kill his competitor. A rival. A business rival. Good deal. This he is where I'm he says, essentially, I'm going to give you 250,000 American dollars. 250... That's some, big money Somewhere there. in there to kill this guy. Where in China are we talking about? Are we talking about like mainland China or are we talking about Hong Kong, China? I think we're talking about mainland because okay. the BBC article that I read this on said China. And so <laughs> I'm assuming if it was not China, China, they would have said somewhere else. So I'm going to assume it's China, China. I'm, I'm going to go to the article that you, you sent me over courtesy of the BBC.com. Uh, it is from Guangxi. That's definitely Guangxi. Yes, that is certainly in China. It's actually 282. You shortchanged him. You'll shortchange him by $32,000. So he hired this guy to take out a competitor, and he then... Offered half of his money to the next guy. Okay, so he was basically saying, I'm going to give you 50 If you take care of it, I'm busy this weekend. That's right. I can't be killing folks. Yeah. So you do it. Hitmans can't be killing folks. And then that guy said, well, this is a good gig. I'll keep half the money and pay half of what I got to the next guy down the line. <laughs> it's kind of like the herbal life of killing folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is seriously it sounds like pyramids. This is Bernie Madoff. It's, right. It's, it's, it's Bernie Madoff of, of death. And I think the funny thing is, is the intended victim is still alive. So he's, he's the big winner. But I think what I saw in the article is this happened six years ago. Go. And I thought Fulton County was bad for getting cases through the court. Slam! Oh, I'm gonna give you a macho man on that one. Oh shit! Oh yeah! And I've <laughs> never, I've one. never said this before, but Fulton County's got nothing on China. <laughs> <laughs> I can see this. I'm going through the article. The case initially went to trial in 2016, but they were acquitted due to lack of evidence. That's right, because apparently six people saying, "Yep, I tried to kill that guy," isn't enough evidence in China. <laughs> That's where podcasting gets awesome. Uh, that is where podcasting podcasting gets awesome it's amazing the guy it's a subcontract to the power of six well don't you do that you subcontract shit right in most things yeah you can do that in like your it help desk uh you can't do that with contract killing well they can in china uh, apparently they can't because the guys well... the guy's way of killing you is saying ah uh, sir please say you're dead that's how it goes down and that's how they get find out well eventually and shit doesn't always roll downhill. It goes uphill. Here's the best part of it. The intended victim, after meeting with the hitman who said, hey, let's fake your death and just keep this money, the intended victim agreed to pose, gagged and bound, for a photo that the hitman could take back to the original guy and say, hey... We hey. killed him. But instead of that happening, the intended victim reported it to the police. Well, yeah, what are you going to do? Hey, dude, I'm here to kill you, but you mind taking a selfie with me and um, we'll just say you're dead? Yeah, yeah. sure. See you later, uh, cops. 
<laughs> what do you do? Like when saying like somebody's trying to kill me. The original guy who hired the first hitman. How pissed must he have been that the guy wasn't dead the next month or the month after that and he was still alive and he was still probably getting his shit handed to him in, in the business and he still wasn't dead and he still wasn't dead and then he realizes the guy went to the cops like i want to hear the story about how pissed the you know the original yeah, but what about the original guy is the original guy who hired the six people I, yes is he is he in the whole mix i can't say can't say so yang kang sheng who by the way i think is a mortal Kombat villain yang kang sheng what's his finishing move uh well he could do anybody he He's the one that transforms into anybody. Is oh, I thought he was the one who actually like ripped the spine out. No, that's Sub-Zero. Yang Chang Shang offered Yang Wang Shang to assassinate Mr. Wei with a bonus of... No, he, so there was a bonus on this. There were, there were promises made that just didn't come through. And so then it was, it's all, oh, this is a brilliant article. Um, this one's going to be in the show notes. This one, this one's salient, fuckers. Yang Kangsheng and Yang Wangsheng were sentenced to three years and three months because apparently the Chinese like the number three. <laughs> is it one of those lucky numbers? Uh, three and eights. That's why all cars are like, you know, either 88s or 33s. This is getting way too deep for me right now. Oh. I don't know if I can handle that. Well, that is a very, would you like some sticky rice? Quick bit. <laughs> that was a little over the top sorry the fear's starting to rub off it's, it's speaking of rubbing off there might be uh <laughs> whoa uh, yeah that, that's a great way speaking of a, a, a plastic and reconstructive surgery practice that's only to uh re-tighten anal sphincters oh yeah Ooh. yeah I think that's good. I think yeah. that's a good deal. Goatsy. Now we know. Goatsy. We, we can all talking. say Goatsy. <laughs> we okay. were talking about Goatsy at my office this week. Oh, really? And trying to get the one guy who hasn't seen it to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the best? Isn't that the fucking best? Holy shit. Oh, crikey. You know, us old folks, you haven't seen Goatsy yet? Really? I think oh. that's an EEOC violation or maybe OSHA. <laughs> I don't know. To view that at work. Oh, yes, it is. We don't have any firewalls in my office. Really? None. Goatsy. Goatsy. You could look up Goatsy at your office. That is like one of the oldest. I don't I don't even want to like look at like when it was founded. You could trick people back when I was back in college. That was a long time ago. Aren't you glad? And I don't want to interfere with the quick bit, but aren't you glad that when we were in college, there was no Instagram or Snapchat oh, or Facebook? Fuck. Imagine or like stuff. Imagine high school now. Brutal. No. Dude. Dude there weren't even like pictures phones like i had i had a phone i didn't have a phone until a couple years into college i didn't oh, have a, i didn't, oh, didn't have a phone until the year 2000 the cameras on these phones these days and the video recording oh it's, it's ridiculous it's like instant shame oh my god it's instant federal crime is what it is oh yeah yes for my quick bit this one might be right in your wehouse Saul. but first i'm gonna ask a question that i actually don't know the answer to for both of you guys so Saul, do you have any tattoos no tattoos any reason why personal preference a personal preference, okay. E-Money, I can't even honestly tell you if you do or not. Do you have none? I do have one. You have one where? On my shoulder. Okay, I've seen you at the pool like 4,000 times. Okay, yeah, there I, I, yeah, there it is. Tattoos, I've got one here. This is a fraternal order tattoo. It's going to be something much a cooler soon. Lantern. And then I've got, <laughs> I've got that one. I do have that one. You've not seen that one. Is that a prison tattoo? No, but it looks like it was done by somebody in prison. I'm going to get it touched up. <laughs> but I do love, I, I do love Green Lantern. He's he's one of my favorite. He's comic got a power book. ring, man. What's not to love? His power is the ability to overcome fear. I love that. I, I think it's a great superpower. And I, I I do appreciate tattoos. But what's the lesson? What's the the one thing you if you get a tattoo? What don't you get a tattoo of? 
as someone's name. Someone's name, especially your sig- significant others, right. right? It's the taboo thing, right? You can have like the name of like somebody who's inspired you. You can have the name of somebody who's passed. You could you put have- Moby on your Somebody who's inspired dick. you. Yes, you could put Moby on your dick and that would be a funny joke. <laughs> Especially coming from e-money, but uh, <laughs> that would be a great joke. Not even going to give myself any love in that. But you could have the names of your kids on there. I've even seen people with uh, their own names on there for one of two reasons, I think. Either they got big egos or they have mental problems and can't remember their own fucking name. That happens, right? Happens. Uh, there's another kind of problem that would emerge from tattooing your own name on yourself. That's in the case of Matthew Bushman of Mansfield Illinois. He introduced a completely different problem. And what's that, you ask? Well, on October 8th, uh, police were investigating Matthew Bushman on suspicion of forgery in Montuna, Indiana. When they questioned him, uh, when they arrived and they questioned him, he gave them a fake name and smart enough to give them a fake date of birth. Apparently, Mr. Bushman wasn't too savvy on going to jail for the warrant that's out on his arrest. Cops show up, give him a fake name. That's cool. But the cops are kind of suspicious. Unfortunately, they didn't need to go back to the cruiser to check um, (laughs) on the computer. They just needed to look at Matthew Bushman's neck, upon which a tattoo was his nickname, Matty B. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. Matthew Bushman. Now, in all fairness, he could have claimed that the tattoo on his neck was the name of his ex, but something about uh, the dude's picture, and let me me pull it up for you guys. There's Matthew Bushman. Oh. Yeah, he's... he's a, oh, yeah. And oh. you can see uh, around his neck, he's wearing a fucking V-neck when the cops show up. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Saul Goodman. So he's a narcissistic bastard who also decided to do a bunch of crime under fake names. There you go. Well, okay, good. There's there's a defense. Mentally ill. Perfect. Breaking uh-huh. news. I just got a text from The Happening. Mr. Clean might be dropping in on this muzzle fuddle. <laughs> I, I heard the name Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean is a badass individual. He showed up over at your house, apparently, Imani. He's over there with the happening at Honey Badger. We're going to get a drop in? We can go silly. We can go wild on this shit. We can have another f- fatal four nah, He said, at your house. I said, wrong house. We might have a, a uh, championship title defense tonight. Beat through it, buddy. In all fairness, you know, that guy could have claimed that it was an ex that he, yeah. ex's name that he tattooed, but that that kind of guy. I'm just spider sense is not tingling on that one. The police, of course, arrested Matty B for his outstanding warrant and for new charges of suspected forgery and obstruction of justice. He's going to be in court on November 4th, which, by the way, is probably faster than this podcast is going to be released. And that you protect your neck. Wu-Tang motherfuckers is my motherfucking quick. There you go. E-Money, what you got for your Dwarven news nugget of awesomeness? Oh, it's got to go to Dwarven side? Well, I was just... Oh, whatever, Throw back to the watcher. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Cubbyhole size news. Oh, (laughs) cubbyhole size. So, get this. Man unwittingly got drunk after his gut brewed alcohol due to auto brewery syndrome. Oh, no. This one is definitely for every man listening to this show and every man... I better be listening to this goddamn show. I'm, I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand right now. I don't even need to read the rest of the article. I just say Chisler approves. This is called auto brewery syndrome. Oh, yes. So this is a thing. This literally is a medical 
condition at this point. When can I buy this at Walmart? For years, no one believed him. The police, doctors, nurses, his family. No one thought he was telling the truth. He must be a closet fucking drinker. Nope. This might be the best quick bit ever. It's a strange disease called auto brewery syndrome, ABS, also dubbed drunkness disease. This this might be the summer drink of 2020. Oh, how how do we get this thing? How oh, can we dude. how can we can we I have no idea, but Richmond U University Medical Center, they were just like, you know, this auto brewery syndrome is a bizarre condition that causes somebody to become drunk without consuming any alcohol okay send me send me the link by the way and oh, um, i will i got you, i got you on this so you eat the right combination of things and your gut ferments alcohol exactly that's brilliant it's 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 carbs it's the people he who eat high carbs and your belly starts fermenting alcohol um, that process takes you know four to six weeks dude now some say it's extremely <laughs> rare but researchers of this new study believe it may simply be underdiagnosed. one reason could be that patients who suffer from this disease are often accused of drinking too much despite not having consumed any alcohol i apologize if i'm getting really excited about this because this is because this is our get out of jail free card bitches not only that but it's <laughs> it's the get drunk free card bitches. <laughs> this is both you and me like getting excited about this i love this i'm driving under the influence of, of a disease is so does it matter how big your belly legally? is? Because I got a big one. Are you asking me for a legal opinion <laughs> on, on eating snacks? No. On eating snacks and having your stomach turn that shit in alcohol? <laughs> I, let me, let me, let me. I just want to make sure I'm answering the question you're asking. Let me, let me rephrase it <laughs> in a comedic way. All right. If I was to say, get pulled over by the police. Don't talk to the police ever. I've watched enough live PD to understand that shit. I want my lawyer is the first thing you should always say better call or Paul. or i don't answer questions if you want to be a real dick about it and probably yep. still get arrested keep saying i don't answer questions the best thing to do is you can tell them your name and then you don't say shit you don't say uh my name's not maddie b <laughs> <laughs> no or maddie ice but if i was if a cop pulled me over and if the circumstances led up to a blood test or something to that effect, and I pointed back to this article and said I had that condition, would that be something that would be grounds for dismissal? Real talk. <laughs> Do you have $50,000 for an expert medical witness? Yeah, you'd have to have that. Because honestly, that well, was, he's exactly right. I mean, I could hire one in China so who would hire another they're, one they're, in they're China. Talking, they're talking about medical tests showed that he had blood alcohol level of 200 milligrams blah 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 it's compared to someone who's consumed about 10 alcoholic drinks so his BAC but was high the, enough he should have been dead yeah he, he or, should, or, but, but listen to me in other words in he was drunk, but literally he had not drank any alcohol. It was all fermented in his gut. This is the best X-Men superpower I've ever heard. Oh, dude. Like, God it damn it. definitely going down in the books as Can a we... superpower. All right. I'm going to go around the table. It's best name for superpower that this guy's got. He's got a genetic mutation. He's an X-Men. What's his superhero name? I'm going to start with Saul Goodman. The keg. The keg would be a good one. Drunk. Not kind of like the jagger drunk knot, knot. kind of like the jagger knot, but it's the drunk knot because he's drunk knot, right? I like yes. that. Yes. <laughs>
I was, I was. He just oh. fucked you all up on that. I just fucked you all drunk, up on that. But he's not drunk. But he's not drunk. It's all in his gut. He's the drunk knot. I, I was, I was gonna like, go. I was gonna I mean, go. This is Halloween ish. Area. I'm gonna say Jägermeister. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> He's German. He's like, hey, no, that's Russian again. Well, Jesus, e money. That is one hell of uh. Don't talk to cops. Don't blow. Low carbs. I don't know. Because it could all be fucking over in the blink of an eye if you have this disease. I can't wait to buy the kit at Walmart. Funny shit. Probably top ever. God damn it, it is. <laughs> That is outstanding good. We're moving on to the spotlight section. I do have a couple questions for Saul. Your first time on the show. How you feeling? I'm, I'm really enjoying myself. Well, I'm glad you are. I'm comfortable. I've had three quarters of a beer. I've tasted the sweet nectar of White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? I've been introduced to the fine, fine people of Roswell. I have a couple of questions in mind for you. And I kind of prepped you with one. Again, Saul and I, we've known each other longer in our lives than we we haven't known each other. Yes. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. Right. Quit saying those things. I don't feel that old. Oh, you You're guys are good. definitely that fucking old. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. You're not. Come on. Don't don't pee on this, man. Sure. So you and I, back in the day, played a lot of poker. That's, I think that is exactly how I met you is over either at Senator's house or the tool man's house. When we would fight to the death over $4. Yeah, we would play nickel, dime, quarter, which, which, which max in hindsight, bet. I'm glad we did it because it's hilarious now, but could it have been any dumber? I remember the senator's night. A nickel. Oh, Chisler still to this day is like, dude, I owe you a dollar. And I'm like... <laughs> Uh, this is fucking serious. It actually was a great experience because you walked in. If you did not have the cash with you, like you were morally obligated to the people that could make or break your social karma. I remember the the night where Senator he got rejected by the girl and like ended up melting down, going blind every hand, stuff like that. Where he was down, I think two hundred bucks, which was unheard of in in a nickel dime quarter thing. And we what? used to play stupid games. We used to play stupid stupid games. The man in my life here Saul Goodman actually taught me more poker games you brought a lot of them to the table it was you and Professor Plum Professor Plum and also the uh, photo man Mr. Winters yes I think you brought a lot of them to the table and also Robert Guillaume's dad it was Robert Guillaume's dad's balls what, what it was was guts it was a guts game that Robert Guillaume's father taught us that ended up costing a lot of us a lot of money and to honor him, we named the game after him. And so we, in, 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 in polite company, people would hear us talk about the, the genitalia of our friend's dad and thought we were nuts. And of course we were at the time, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We played on every break, yeah. We played nickel, dime, quarter for hours. And we would start at like we would, sundown we would, yeah. and we would go like until the sun rose. Yeah. And it was the best freaking like cheap evening, cheap in finger quotes for us as kids. Like even when we would come back on college break, like we would still play the same kind of shit. We would up it a little bit and say, okay, max bets a dollar. Well, we would decide to get rid of the nickels and somebody would bitch about it. Tool man would. Have that discussion. It was not Chisler. It was not Chisler. Chisler's deal with poker was if someone was taking too long to decide if they were going to bet or check or fold, he would get up their ass. He would crawl in there, get comfy, <laughs> get cozy, and give them unending shit about delaying the game. And so his role wasn't to pinch a penny or two. It was to keep the shit moving. And he'd yell at you if you didn't keep it moving fast. 
fast enough. Or stick his fingers up your ass. Yeah, there you go. And that's yeah, maybe maybe you know it's karma. He coming was back. he was the only one who went to college in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. All right, fucking thirty love. God damn it! Give me that. Yeah, you gave me a fucking deliverance reference, man. What's your favorite poker story that you can remember from back in the day? Uh, it, it really they're just the stupid stuff we did in college yeah there was no there was always yelling and it was always way more money than any of us wanted to lose at the time of course but but it was mainly the the way we did it and we talked earlier about we played for nickels dimes and quarters and yeah. not five ten and twenty five dollars literal nickels yeah so when when you were broke, which we were all broke at various times, you got to get more money out. But instead of being smart about it and saying, hey, give me five more bucks, we would say, I need a nickel. And so the ledger sheet, because we never paid oh, cash Oh, God in, damn it. That fucking ledger sheet. The, the, like... le the ledger sheet would have 50 transactions of a dime or a nickel or a quarter all night. And then settling up at the end was always oh, a bitch. It's a nightmare, Kinda man. Kind of like waiting in line to get stuff. Cashed out for your tickets at Stars and Strikes. God damn it, exactly Almost was. Almost as bad as that. You know, the worst part was, is when somebody who didn't really know math got a hold of that thing and was the ledger guy. There were certain people who weren't allowed to touch the sheet. <sighs> yeah, the tool man was no longer allowed, I think, after a certain point. We we basically said, no more. Well, that's why I made the primer, too. Well, and... Because and we kept getting asked, and E-Money, you'll like this, we kept getting asked the order of hands, the ranking of hands. Fucking tool man. <laughs> so many... <laughs> Could not so remember times, so many times that I made a sheet, printed it out, yep, brought it, and if anyone asked what the rank of hands was, it was a cash penalty to everyone else at the table, which uh, almost stopped the problem. Visual bit audio podcast. We actually, in spirit of the primer, we actually came up with the weekend social primer for Saul Goodman. I needed to make that for him, but this is the weekend <laughs> social primer. It's it's a great like. Okay, how does it work? There was the the meltdown night with the senator, you know, and then you had Professor Plum bringing in crisscross and stuff. Then there was Cincinnati. I actually brought Cincinnati into that thing. I don't remember that game at all. I gotta, oh, I gotta it, say. It was, you know, it was short-lived. And then there was uh, Robert Guillaume's father's... Nuts. Nuts. One thing before you came on, I did ask you to do. And we've taken the piss out of E-Money quite a bit. And, you know, it, this is a show that leaves the egos at the door. Uh, you you know more about me than... I pro Probably even more than my wife knows about me from my... How do I say? Uh, from my your waist up. Yes, that and my quote-unquote <laughs> formative years. Would you put them that way? Because, yeah, I was definitely not the chiseler back then. Definitely not who I am now back then. Thank God. Thank you. Neither was I. Uh, I'm, no, glad you, I'm glad your dick grew bigger. <laughs> is that, now, is that a movie character? Dick, dick grew bigger? Dick grew bigger. I think that, yeah. Yes. From high school. He's a, uh, he's a post-pubescent teen. Is he, is he the next Tarantino here? I mean, yes. I, I'm just not sure. Dick grew bigger? I'm not sure what like you guys that. are talking about. But from the formative years of where I made lots of mistakes, I'm sure there's lots of really good embarrassing Chisler stories that you could bring up. Um, you've hinted at one. I've actually hinted back at a couple. I have five possible stories. <laughs> That I have a checklist here. Choose, choose your own hell. Okay. Yeah. So if you if you name one, I could name another. But I would like you to 
and if it's not on the list, I will give you an additional. Wait, you're at 30 love. I'll give you. I'll get you to 40 love. I'll be one point away from the game. And now, when the game is won, new rule: there has to be a prize for it. He wants. He wants the toffee pretzels. I, I had a couple of them. They're they're delicious. You can have the entire bag, or I could give you what's in the box. Let's there, go ahead. Is there a goat behind door number two? Um, there is no goats here. There's only dogs. But I'm gonna let you go ahead and go. Okay. Here's 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 my embarrassing Chisler story. Right. We went to see fish at Lakewood Amphitheater. And I don't know what day of the week it was, except for it was a weekday because on the way down, rush hour traffic was horrible. And there used to be, uh, oh my God. I don't know if he's still on the radio or not. There used to be a, a radio show host on V103 called Greg Street. Oh my God, you're and bringing it, this and, up. And at six o'clock, uh, his, his show would start and, and the theme song would go along the lines of, at six o'clock, at six o'clock, it's time for Street to Rock. And that was the sort of intro show. So... There we are on the highway. I guess it's still 75, 85 South there. I'm not sure. I guess it breaks off to 85. Yep. Getting ready to get off on Lakewood, on the Lakewood exit, go to the show. And the windows are down because it was hotter than shit. Hot or whatever. It was the age of windows down. And so here we are, two dudes in a neighborhood where we two dudes don't live, blasting V103, the chiseler rocking out trying to rap as loud as he can because i don't think he was drunk yet but it was a preview of, of what was to come that night so that that was fun that was the fun start to it so i was driving my dad's car and i don't know i was driving my dad i had car. my shades on i had my hat backwards and so and i was the wild guy in the side seat in the hanging 19, out the in window the 1992 ford explorer like it was freak nick so <laughs> it was green in color because everyone had a green car in the early 90s <laughs> so we're, we're at the show it's a good show having a good time i don't even remember the show like it's i don't I don't, I don't remember much other than then we had a good time at it i'm not drinking a whole lot i had a beer or two whatever it was and since i don't drink a lot i don't notice when people who do drink more than i do are drinking a lot the sawdust incident yeah yes so first set's great set break wonderful get something to eat second set great <laughs> we're doing whatever first time seeing fish never seen fish live it was it was your first show yeah That's and right. and so like I, I see them go off stage and I'm like, woo, like waiting, like trying to get them to do an encore, not realizing, by the way, it's fish. They do first set, second set. And so everybody's around me looking like, what are you still cheering for, dude? You must have really liked that first set. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to get him back out here. It's like, it's going to be another 20 minutes, dude. I'm like, ah, you don't, you don't get that lesson taught to you. You have to experience that lesson, apparently. You must. The second set starts, it ends. Before that set, I go down a bunch of Lakewood Amphitheater fries. You ate a lot because you were drinking a lot. Yes. You did. And so the second set ends. We know they're coming out for an encore. And so they come out and start the encore song i got no idea what it is but then chisler says can we go yeah I said sure i you know i'd like to stay for it but great my buddy says sure chis no problem <laughs> and we get in the car and chisler is notably silent on the entire ride home yes from south of downtown Atlanta. This I remember. To Sandy Springs. This and I remember. I remember passing the varsity. He didn't he didn't say much <laughs> the entire time until we got up to the driveway of his parents' house. Yes. And he hangs his head out the window. <laughs> Try to. Tries to. Mostly unloads all over the outside of the door of the 92 Green Ford Explorer. The entire contents of his stomach. This is a nice explorer. Like it was, this, it was nice. This is recently detailed. It was, it was relatively new at the time. Yeah. And then he goes into freakout mode of, oh my god, I just puked all over 
your dad's car. And then <laughs> faster than any human has ever in his life, runs out, grabs the garden hose, I think attaches it to the hose bib on the house. I do. Undoes it. Hoses off the entire car, freaks out. I don't know. Apologizes maybe five or ten thousand times. Yeah, and at that point, like now I'm sober because like all that stuff had been building up, and that's why I was silent. He didn't say, "Hey, Saul, pull over. I got a puke." No, not a word. Silent for. I thought I could make it. I thought I could like make it silent for half an hour. Why? Why would you do a sensible thing? Of course, because again, I didn't know what to do at this this point. Like I didn't know that there was a like you know a set one, set two. I didn't know that I could puke in rally. (laughs) I didn't. And I ended up getting a lot inside. Then this is the other thing. I, I think you got more inside than I thought because there was a lot I had to do the next day. Yeah, there was the um, before the, I returned the car to its owner. The stuff in the uh, the speakers. There was like you know the, the holes in the speaker that like I had gotten puke into. That you, other things that you, you don't were, notice until you roll the window up. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh. Yeah. There's that whole area that smell. That, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, it was. All right. So so you pulled up and and the other thing you didn't mention. Um, it didn't come out like normal puke. It was like I had eaten of two by four the entire time and it puked out like sawdust. You were, you were making sounds that a human doesn't normally make. I saw Jim Duggan style sounds. Hey, um, at least you clean the car off, man. I did. He's, um, a, he's a he's a gentleman, you know. Yeah. Always gentleman a gentleman and scholar. I rarely puke. When I do, I feel much better. This is like the first... Like, I feel better incident. I looked on the ground and I'm like, I just puked up lumberyard clippings. Like, there should be some bark in there, but there was none. That was one of the ones that I was forecasting that you were going to bring. So, I'm going to give you a check. You brought up the uh, the 6 o'clock time for the streets to rock, which I gave you 40 love. So, you are now officially at 40 love. Uh, the other ones, just I'm just going to rattle them off here. Fire away, sir. The New Year's Eve at the Senator's house, a.k.a. the sprinkler incident, where... I I was outside and then came inside to puke. Oh, God. Covered my mouth and proceeded (laughs) to puke all over three of our mutual friends who are girls, like sprayed purple liquid all over these people who were just sitting on the couch. Not not a not one of your finest moments. No, it was not. No. The other one, another New York City show, uh, the Oysterhead show in New York City. Was AK, that at Roseland? It was at the Roseland Ballroom. Yes. And Oysterhead is Trey Anastasio from Fish, Les Claypool from Primus, and Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland from The Police. That's right. Three musicians that are so talented when you put their music together, it just doesn't kind of make sense. So I took a toke off of somebody's joint, which I thought was weed. It turned out to be something a little spicy. And that's also known as the uh, what the fuck did I just smoke incident. It t- turns out I smoked opium that night. Is that? Do you remember that? Yes. What? You don't remember the cab ride home. I remember everything of that show. I don't remember that. That was nuts. Um, another one was, remember the house that you had? You had a, um, a roommate that was, that had, uh, it wasn't that. So something along those lines, we were watching, I believe the Chris Rock show, which you introduced me to Pootie Tang that night. Yes. And we were passing around. I don't know who did. I, I might've, uh, somebody brought a bong to your house. Right. And everybody was smoking and I drooled. <laughs> Horribly into the bong. Eventually got found out. It was one of very. It was a very, very embarrassing one. See, I'm your your memory is is crystal. Mine is. <laughs> I was just thinking about like the times that I got like completely embarrassed. Yes, but no. Now that you're mentioning these things, they um, you know, 
it's, it's <laughs> starting to come back. It's interesting what st- what sticks with you, right? <laughs> when it, yeah, it's it's so. This is twenty five years later. This is why people are so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. it's like the therapy what, generation. What, what what occupies space in your head where you could just have other more productive things that are yeah. Uh, e money. I did have something that I wanted to ask you during the spotlight oh, oh, section. Shit. No, it's easy. Skipped any beer fest recently? Oh um, no, he totally did. he totally so, ghosted. He he totally ghosted me. No, I'm totally joking. Totally ghosted. To- Totally joking. I do have a serious question. Yes. Can we get an update on the back? I saw you on Sunday. You were sitting in your Jeep at the lacrosse game where Wheels and the Halfling were going to fight for the respect and honor of Roswell. I looked at you and you're like, if I get out of this car, if I step over that curb, I'm going to feel it. So honestly, the chiropractor looked at me and was just like, you know what? He wouldn't even show me my... My x-rays. He was just like, dude, you have a beautiful spine. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you've got the perfect curve in your neck. You've got all the perfect, like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, I have no idea why you have this pinched sciatica nerve. I'm going to ask you a quick question. How many mm. times have you wished Honey Badger would say that to you? Oh. <laughs> I have, you have Every the perfect, day of my you have, life. You have the perfect spine. Perfect. You have the perfect curvature in your back. Well, my whole entire thing is, is my whole entire family, um, for as long as I can know it, has had issues with their back. Hundreds of years, bro. I know this for a fact. Everybody has had a broken back. There's three times of pain that will set you down as a guy. Yeah. Back pain, dick pain. And ass pain. Eye pain. No, it's ass pain. You might like lump that in with like back pain. Brown eye pain. Let's no, just let's dude. just meet in the middle there. The back was, pain, back pain is I, number I was, one. I was like, holy shit, I might get over the my my family curse of this back. And I was like, holy shit, I have a perfect fucking spine, according to this chiropractor who just took fucking twenty X-rays of me. I'm like. Yes, my ass still hurts and he can't figure it out. And I'm just like, okay, I can't figure it out either. I uh, <laughs> I, I have theories. Pull up your next door neighbor app right now. Yeah, he's we got, will, we will he, ask, dude, I got the ring doorbell too. On the front door, but not on the back door. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say 30 left chiseler on that. But um, if uh, he doesn't have ring on the back door. If your next door is anything like my next door. Oh, dude, our next you, door is awesome. You posting the following question. Can anyone tell me what's wrong with my ass? <laughs> Some, someone will say, no, but I'll be right over. <laughs> Dude, that'd God be damn awesome. It. I really, I think I just need, and honestly, Honey Badger was amazing. For uh, the birthday, she got me an 80-minute massage. And that was we're sweet. talking at a freaking crazy-ass like salon thing. Some place that has not uh, been the subject of a police raid. Is that what I mean? Especially not some place that has seen my ass. I'm like, (laughs) well, that says something. (laughs) I walk in there at 11 o'clock in the morning and they're like, would you like a glass of champagne, Mr. E Money? Wow, they give you champagne beforehand. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, really? Is that because you had your name tattooed on your neck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Well, kind of. (laughs) <laughs> if you get if you get e-money tattooed around your neck i'm just uh, we need, need to take no, a couple it's, months it's break. actually gonna be sliding down my ass where that pain is did your oh. massage <laughs> did it give you relief the nope. massage no nope. 
None. Did the wrestling belt give you relief? No. <laughs> None? So None? I'm literally just sitting here just like, wow, how can no one figure this out? I think what we need to do over the next couple of episodes, we need regular Can back- we get a listener to figure out what is wrong? You know, maybe. Hey, it's maybe. It's going from my, my right L3 through my butt into my thigh all the way down to the knee. Help E-Money out. Uh, if you know somebody who's got please. some some uh please lord he's got some acumen in the vacuumin uh please like help this man out what does he need to do you can send him a dm uh, at e money um if you're following him but he, he has he hasn't logged in since he created the account on may 19th but that's okay with that being said i think <laughs> i think we've done did it i think it's time that we get to the main event for the main event because I, every episode Every fifth episode, the first episode, the sixth episode, this is the 11th episode. We have to have the person who started us off here as well. So let's introduce our special guest here that ran in the building tonight. Making his way to the podcasting square circle, running in with a steel chair, the badass from Tennessee, making drum noises with his hands unexpectedly. I'm coming in cold, ladies and gentlemen, bitches, the stone cold badass. When you absolutely, positively have to clean every motherfucking thing in the room, you got a backhoe. Yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while Mr. Clean revolves it. He is Mr. Prime number go unanswered without you, sir. <laughs> I'm glad you made it over here. Mr. Clean, meet Saul Goodman, my friend of, of many years. We've been talking a lot over the last couple of minutes, but I, I assume that you're here to do something. Absolutely to take home the title. Saul Goodman, are you are you down with this? I don't know what game we're fixing to play, but he's he's wrong. You have to play the Chisler's list. Let me let me apologize in advance. It is hands down the deadliest game in podcasting. Do I have to say things fast? No. Good. Here's the deal. If you agree to take Mr. Clean as your tag team partner, the two of you can make the second attempt. This was going to be a non-title match, but Mr. Clean came in and said, nah, 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 having none of that. It's a title match. If you guys want to go for the title, you have to take down Chisler's list. Unbeaten, 26-0 and with all 10 items on the list. You down? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take your fucking belt from you. Oh well. With that said, within who is that a Maury Povich envelope? Is Mister Clean about to be someone's father? Yes, Mister Clean, you are not the father. <laughs> Just let you know. Just let you know. Giving you a little bit of relaxation, setting you up for a little bit of uh, failure. We are go- we are going to play the deadliest game in podcasting, which is known as Chisler's List. Now, the rules of Chisler's List are as follows. I'm going to ask the two of you guys to name 10 items that are on a list. The two of you will take turns trying to name all the items on Chisler's List. Now, Mr. Clean got eight. 
on his last appearance. He is a deadly mofo on this game. If you guess incorrectly, you are out. If you name something that's been named already, you are out. If you can't name in three seconds, you are out. But if you guess correctly, you are still in. Now, given that this is the deadliest game in podcasting with an undefeated record of 26 wins for all 10 items, I'm going to give Saul Goodman, our special guest, three gifts. The first gift is self-resurrection. You can bring yourself back into the game at any time. The second is Mr. Clean Resurrection. You can bring Mr. Clean back in at any time. The third gift that I'm going to give to you is because this is so deadly, I'm going to give you the Chisler's superpower, the power of editing, which means you can use only one of the five. The first, you could fix it in post, which means no three-second time restriction. The second, you could say, I'm going to run in with a steel chair, which means from the time that I start my stopwatch, you get 45 seconds to phone a friend. You can make it an outtake, which means either of you guys gets an additional life, which you can come back in at any time. You can break down the fourth wall, which means I will give you the hardest remaining answer on the list. Or you can nuke the list that we're on and say, hashtag make podcasting great again. And we'll start over with a brand new list. Could be harder, could be worse, could be easier, but you get no power of editing. I'm going to also give you another gift, a clue about the list. Now I'm so confident that you two trivia knuckleheads cannot answer all 10 items on Chisler's list that if you do defeat Chisler's list, not only will you win a spectacular prize, you will also be the world podcasting champions, which we just can't let that happen. But if that happens, I will also shotgun any remaining White Claw that (laughs) remains in Chisler's cooler. That's worth the price of admission. I I think there's four of them in there. That's the true prize. There is going to be a consolation prize. And actually, because both of you guys are here, there might be two consolation prizes. You surprised me, Mr. Clean, by coming in. I like you running in with the steel chair. I like that. But with that being said, E-Money, you don't have to compete this time. I would advise you not to. Tonight's difficulty level hard. That's what she said. Category for tonight, sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. The topic of tonight's Chisler's List is the top 10 most valuable sports teams in the world based on Forbes annual report. Saul Goodman, you are first. Manchester United. Manchester United, number six on the list with $3.81 billion. Mr. Clayton. Don't talk. No sharing answers. The Dallas Cowboys are the last ones on this list. You want to go with that? Yeah. Dallas Cowboys, number one on the list with $5.0 billion. Back to you, Saul Goodman. New York Yankees. New York Yankees, number two on the list with $4.6 billion. Back to you, Mr. Clean. New England Patriots. New England Patriots, number seven on the list with $3.8 billion. You guys are doing quite fine. Back to you, Saul Goodman. LA Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers is number eight on the list with $3.7 billion. Mr. Clean. Boston Red Sox is not on the list. Great guess. It was actually in the top 20. Back to you, Saul Goodman. Now, you do have the opportunity to bring Mr. Clean back into the game. Would I do that by way of resurrection? You would do that via resurrection. Well, I'd, I'd like to resurrect Mr. Clean because well, I... You don't have to do that yet. Answer your... You can do that answer first. Mine first. You can do that first. We're going to play fair here. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm guiding this thing right here. 
You're trying to help me out. I am trying to help everybody out. Visual Bit Audio Podcast. The wheels are turning in Mr. Clean's head. He is staring up at the ceiling like he has got some answers coming. The belts flowing. are the belts are absolutely amazing. I don't think you're gonna beat it, but I I, I don't I, I I'm I'd rather I'm so back. confident that you guys aren't gonna beat it that I just want you guys to keep going. I like to play back. You're confident that we won't. Beat you it. will not beat it. I gotta go for a wild card here. AC Milan. Ah. Very good guess, but not on the list. You have to bring either yourself or Mr. Clean back in. Otherwise, the game is now over. I'm going to bring Mr. Clean back in. I'd, I'd like to resurrect him because I... Mr. Clean, like dug out of a grave with a backhoe, is back in the game with the blue pill. Mr. Clean, you are erect. You're resurrect. You are... He's erected? Did you just say erected? Hey, if it lasts for more than four hours, talk to Saul Goodman. (laughs) You're up, sir. New Zealand All Blacks. Man, I love the way you're thinking. I love the way that you're thinking. Unfortunately, it is not on the list, but that is a great damn guess. I love the way that you're thinking. Thank you. Saul Goodman, you have one choice to bring yourself back in. I can bring myself back in? After I brought him back in? Yes. Oh, I'm yeah, going to so resurrect myself. Last, like the Messiah. I, you are going to bring yourself like Elijah coming to the table on a Seder dinner. He has come to the table back again for another visit. You're up, Saul Goodman. Well, the way I see it is I get one guess plus a power of editing. Yes. So I'd be a fool not to use a power of editing. I would say I hear you. You're you're well, e money. What if I what if I was to break down the fourth wall and hear something and then I'd get another guess, wouldn't I? Yes. Yeah, but then you're done. Yeah. If you if you you have five remaining you on the list. I, you I, guys I, have been awesome so far. We've only honest, got five. Honestly, only five of if, if you would have used that one in the very first, that is like the like oh then this is where we go from. What what, what should we do, Mister Clean? You're you're an old pro here. I think you need to make your guess. The Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics is not on the list. The only chance you have to remain is you have you have to resurrect yourself. Power of making it an outtake. You got to make it an outtake. I'm gonna make it an outtake. All right, you're back in the game for a second time. Seriously, your last guess. You have to go. Perfect for the remaining five, or otherwise the game is over. 49ers. And Chisler remains undrunk. And the tag team podcasting champions of the world remain the world title holders. Now, before I do, I'm going to raise my glass. I don't give a shit if you guys do it with me. The both of you guys were smart in doing what you did. I like the way you think. This list, like I, I told you at the beginning, difficulty hard. This was a sneak attack. Cheers to both of you guys. I drink to you. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Counting on the list from 10 to 1. Number 10, which was not named the New York Giants. NFL team with $3.3 billion. Number 9, which was the wild card. No one would have named. Guaranteed. The Golden State Warriors. The NBA team, $3.5 billion. Number 8, which was named the Los Angeles Lakers. Number 7, which was named the New England Patriots. Number 6, that was named off the bat, Manchester United. Best guess I've ever heard on Chisler's list. That was actually the number one I was going to give you the guess for the hardest one with um, $3.81 billion. Number five, which was not named the New York, because everything's expensive in New York, the New York Knicks with $4 billion. All these garbage teams are too expensive. Talk to NBC 
sports and to talk to fucking Bill de Blasio. I can't, I can't help Is you. Is that like build a bear? Do you do that at the mall? You build a Blasio? Yeah, you got to build a Blasio. <laughs> that, that was I'm just not. a cheap one. Oh, that was fuck. Cheap. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Are you are you you, you are, pay a lot? Did you for win? Some, you you were at, you were at forty lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think I just won. won. All right, you just won. I'm gonna call it for myself. All right, where were we? We were at the uh, New York Knicks. Uh, number four. Uh, I don't even know if they have a team name. But the second hardest one on the list was Barcelona, the uh, soccer team. Ah, uh, yeah. With $4.02 billion. Why did you not say Real Madrid? Real Madrid is the biggest soccer team in the world. It's the New York Yankees of the world. That's number three on the list with $4.24 billion. Number two and number one were named New York Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, for winning the game, match point, new rule, on the weekend social, Saul Goodman, you actually have won once and lost once. Uh, you're gonna get a consolation prize for being the game master for Chisler's List. But you know what? You might not have hit Chisler's List, but you hit the jackpot. You can win up to a million dollars from the Georgia Lottery. Match any of your winning numbers to the winning numbers. Win the prize shown. Get a money bag symbol. Win instantly a hundred dollars. Get a stack of money symbol. Instantly win ten times the prize shown. That's for winning the game. Match point. Thank you. Thank New you. rule of the game. Very good. Well played, sir. Good fold. Good fold. I've got to say that Chisers this is a is a dangerous game. It sucks. I love coming up with it. I really do hate it. Uh, the Chiseler is taking punches every time that he does it. He gets hits. But you know what would be awesome? What would be awesome, Chiseler? Well, Saul Goodman, it'd be great if you could hit $500 from the Georgia Lottery. <laughs> you could win prizes up to $500, over 12,000 of them. If you match any of your winning numbers to the winning number, any of your numbers to the winning numbers, you win the prize show. Get a, a stack of penny symbol, which the Chiseler approves. Win double the prize show. Get an e-money double symbol. What? Two money symbols win all 15 prizes as e-money is wont to do. Now, Mr. Clean, for being here uh, and running in with a proverbial styrofoam <laughs> chair. The Chisler likes change. The Chisler definitely likes change. He's all about change you can believe in and put it in your piggy bank. And you know what happens when you get that change? It jingles. How about some more jingle? $250,000 possible from the Georgia Lottery. Win up to 15 times. Match any of your numbers with the winning numbers. Get the prize showed. Get the, uh, I'm not really sure what that is. It looks like a, uh, asphyxiated anus. <laughs> get that symbol. Um, win, the, win double the prize shown. If you get that, you might want to go see a doctor, too. <laughs> I, I think, I think you'd... Oh you might have God. just given me the highlight Here's of this entire show. There it is. I've never heard someone read the instructions of a scratch off out loud before. I'm getting to the That's good. good. My numbers are 21, 33, 7, and 14. Now I'm gonna make a mess on the floor. Not a winner, unfortunately, with the uh, hit 500 bucks. How we doing over there, Saul? It's too many numbers. I'm just going to have you scan yeah, yeah, it for me. It's it's too much math. Thank you. No Samples. obvious winners. I made a profit tonight. I love it. You're not a winner. I, I am a winner because I was on this podcast. You, we're a winner because you were here. Yes, thank you. Thank you for much. your time. Th and this is, this, this is pure truth. I feel blessed that you were here. There is no lottery ticket that I could scratch to get 
that kind of awesomeness. So thank you very much. Those, those are yours. Are to they take suitable home. for framing? You, you could. You could shadow box them if you really wanted to. Or you to. can just come back. You can take them home. And they're and they're yours to, to keep. Some more. They're yours to keep if you if you want. <laughs> Mr. Clean, you're over there like giggling like a schoolgirl. Official audit Georgia lottery confirmation to to see that you're just rubbing everybody's face in the dirt. <laughs> well, Mr. Clean, big winner once again off of a five dollar scratch off gets twenty bucks. Paid for all the tickets we scratched tonight. Twenty bucks. It's, so, so it's good stuff, Mr. Clean. We haven't asked you what what do you got planned for this weekend. You going to the Cherokee Casino? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna parlay my winnings. Yeah, if you do, <laughs> don't bet on the Falcons. That's all I'm saying. That's my only advice. Hey, listen, I'm going for Atlanta United. If they do, I get a dollar off my burrito at Moe's. Well, you're set. <laughs> I'm serious. And, and the Hawks started their season oh well good good for them i i that's that's the professional basketball team oh yes okay that's that's the hawks I, i've lived here forever i've heard of them but i i just thought they, they were play, talking about the ones flying they in the play air. their home games at the omni oh yes, yes. i remember the omni <laughs> dominique Wilkins. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Spud dominique Webb, Wilkins. yeah. scotty hastings from the corner yeah, yeah the, oh, the yeah. ceiling of the omni used to look like Rollins. you know um darth vader's battleship whatever it was megatron's anus. yes yes wait that's yes, the, that same thing that's the roof of mercedes-benz yes. stadium oh yeah Yes. yes, and also yes. Well, with that, um, Mr. Clean, uh, anything before we sign out? Uh, anything you got? Thank you for being here, by the way. Th- surprise guest, we need to get you back on a full-time show. Thank you so much. I will be back. Be back in black? Don't. Da-da. Oh, very nice. Da-da. E-Money, as always, podcast champions of the world. Podcast Sorry. champions of the world. Let me rephrase that. Husky we- weight I- tag team podcast champions of the world. Of the can we just get one real quick we sh- weekend social? Weekend social. And by the way, uh, you, White Claw. You guys all wish you were having as much fun as we do. And you guys all wish you had belts yeah. like we do. White Claw, I'm just saying, I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep coming at you. With that being said, E-Money, anything else? Have Have you heard anything from the river? What happens on the river stays on the river. So I've heard some other, stuff coming off the river. Dude, other than that, just have a great weekend, man. Very nice. Saul Goodman, as a friend of a long damn time, not only is it great to see you again, it's great to know that we can pick it up just like we like hadn't had a break. But I can tell you, I don't want breaks anymore i want to see you more not only ask you to come back on the show but i will also ask you we got to hang out more amen brother we're around we're close as you know now be coming back i will come back i will beat the fucking list <laughs> everybody I will, says i that, will man. take your belt 27 and 0 as now as man as long as his wife lets him it's not going to be next week, that's for sure. Yeah, well, no, it's I, not can gonna be next week. I, I can tell you, you we had you, to. You definitely didn't beat the timetable on this one. We had to. We had to put this on the schedule. I think three weeks in advance. We did. You, you're a busy guy. I totally understand that. Uh, but we need to. We need to, to have some social time too. I'll, I'll be back when y'all have me. Anytime, and for both of you guys, anytime. Saul Goodman, thank you very much for being here. You made this show fucking awesome. Yes, uh, thank you, Saul. You're welcome. Thank out of you guys, out of respect for you. And because it, this is your show, as much as it is E-Money's and mine, we will let you sign it out as our Shama Demi. Your pity sign gonna call how we come on the Sapa Town. What a tie. Sarate, my Demi. <laughs> call me down on the penny sty. Ooh.
That's how we end that shit. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty badass, dude.